This may be the closest we'll ever come to being able to sit together in my kitchen, sharing wisdom about people-pleasing, self-worth, and how you deserve all the love. So put the kettle on, relax, and join me, Orla Collins, for tea with the Irish Orlacle. Hello, I am so delighted that you've been able to join me today. I have a hunch, shall we say, that you may be more than a little tired and more than a little overwhelmed at the moment. So can you take this as a little permission slip to sit down for a few minutes and give yourself time to rest? maybe physically rest your feet or I should be say and just rest your spirit for a little while if you could make a cup of tea all the better now that you settle down and comfortable let me begin I've been having some thoughts today about how we see ourselves in our lives so how each of us individually sees who we are in our specific life. And if you just visualize yourself, that regardless of the roles you play as you move through your life, the idea is that you are the central character of your own life and that everybody gets to be the central character of their own lives. I do think that sometimes people who have a tendency to look after other people a lot and that pe people who want people to like them, who want to be perceived as nice people and, I mean, I am describing myself here, but I'm pretty sure I'm describing you too. People like that have a tendency to see themselves as needing to constantly move out of their central role as main character of their lives to offer help or to rescue other people, their job, you know, and anything that pulls you from being just grounded in the center of you. So if you can for a moment visualize yourself standing and standing up straight, and then in your mind's eye, circle the people you care about around you. And you can circle things like your job or another responsibility you have and stick them into the circle. So everything's standing still and now visualize those things moving, those people asking for things or just going about their business, but you're feeling you need to step in and help. So 
as they're going around you like a merry-go-round, do you, as you visualize yourself, do you remain grounded and solid? Or are you constantly being pulled in all different directions so that you're actually swaying as your life goes on? And just sit with that for a little moment. We do want to be flexible and to be helpful and to be kind and nurturing. However, we forget that when we overgive to everyone else, we stop being the center of our own lives and we become a supporting character in someone else's life. That we perceive ourselves as a supporting character in someone else's life rather than the main character, the one person who is always going to be with you through your life is you. When you refer to yourself as, as the mom or the wife or the CEO or caregiver, as the good neighbor, as the friend, as the doctor, as the teacher, when we refer to ourselves in this way, we're really talking about something that's a role, as opposed to what we are as our deepest essential selves. So when someone says to you, what are you? Listen to the words you use. Do you describe what you are to other people? Do you describe yourself in the capacity of your role in other people's lives? Or do you first talk about the things that make you you? Do you describe the qualities you have that bring joy and light and love to the world and to yourself? Or do you describe yourself in the capacity of what you do? And it's not that it's wrong to know who you are in relation to other people. The problem comes in is that it's when you only see yourself in relation to other people. And if you're overly busy with your life, with your work, with your children, with caregiving parents, 
your capacity for remembering who you are outside of that can become greatly diminished because you're so tired. And then it becomes habit to just describe yourself in those ways. And as you describe yourself in those ways, well, the other people around, that's what they pick up on. The average four-year-old is very happy, the idea that you're a mom before you're a person. Lots of workplaces are really, really happy that you describe yourself as a lawyer before you describe yourself as a joyful, generous, kind, engaged personality. So if you're at an event and somebody says, what, what are you, what do you do? It's really going again to societal norm to say, oh, do you know what? I really, I actually bring a lot of humor. Or I, I'm so good at kindness and decency and, and love. I'm great at giving hugs. And that's just not how we have been trained to describe ourselves. But I think when we really stop and think about the things that are important in life, the real value we have to ourselves is that we are aware of who we are in our innermost core and that we use that knowledge to inform our behavior and the decisions we make and the people we surround ourselves with. That when you're very, very sure of who you are, when you're very deeply grounded in what it is about you that you think is important, it gives a foundation and a solidity to your life that allows you to deal with inevitable changes from a place of strength. So it's unlikely that those words we use to describe ourselves won't change. Of course they'll change. You might be a mom of young children now, but when those children grow up and move on and start families of their own, your role changes. And that can be quite difficult to deal with, to absorb, to acclimatize to, if 
your whole perception of yourself is that's where your value is in the world. Whereas if you're really sure of who you are as a person and you allow yourself a few minutes every day to check in with that person, then it doesn't mean that, that, that you're not going to find it um, challenging to deal with new situations or changes in your life situations, but you're dealing with it from a place of inner security. So you have built your own foundation and you're supporting yourself from that. And from there on, you're also supporting the other people you love and care about in your life. But you're not building your foundation on them at this particular point in life so that when they change or they move to a different situation, your foundation is pulled away. I don't actually want to give homework here, but I do think that if you could just check in with yourself and become aware of what your inner foundation is like right now. And if it's a little bit shaky, if it's a little bit dependent on what you do rather than who you are, can you think of a baby step or two that would allow you start to remember who you are deep in your essential self? Can you think back to things that you loved to do as a child? Can you think of some things that have given you joy over the years? Can you think of the things that you do know make you you? And ask yourself, where are you showing up as that person? in your life for you because that person is there and that grounded foundation that solid understanding of who you are it's there for you it's just i i just so firmly believe with an absolute knowing that it's there for you And what you get to do is to stop and listen and remember. And pull that, pull that sense of yourself back solidly into the core of your of your body into your chest into your spine and then think of yourself standing straight surrounded 
by the people you care for, the people you care about, your work, your volunteering, all of those things. And now when you're certain of who it is you are, and those things start moving around you. Check in with how stable you feel now. Has it shifted? Have things changed? This is an exercise that you could do a few times a week, whenever you remember. particularly when you feel really overwhelmed and flustered. Breathe that inner knowing of who you are right back into your spine. Remember what's really important. Remember that you're the main character in your own life. You get to be that character you deserve to be that character. And you being that character, you being the person who knows what you need and what you know is most important right now, that makes your world better. And that makes everybody else's world better too. Maybe take I was going to say three, but like, let's just treat ourselves to five deep breaths. Where you breathe in and hold it and breathe out slowly. And as you're doing that, really see how absolutely and utterly lovely you are. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking the time for you. I know you deserve it. And I am thrilled that you're seeing that you do too. Take care. Until next time. It's been lovely to spend this time with you. If you're ready for supportive wisdom delivered directly to your inbox, you can sign up on my website, orlacalcoaching.com. Until next time, take care, remember to breathe, and please, please speak as kindly to yourself as I would to you.